All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us for yet another episode. I'm the skeleton in your closet, and honey, we just got to change up that wardrobe. Tom. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Put a dunk getting... on the viewers immediately. Yeah. It's Pride Month at the time of recording, so I'm allowed there to. You, go. you got a, I guess that skeleton's got a bone to pick with us. Whoever's, uh, closet you, is thank you thank you so much uh, oh, uh, i didn't even i didn't even notice until i heard that little aha this beautiful train wreck amigo you go hi i'm the eva that survived today's screening process it's a pleasure to be here <laughs> <laughs> only barely yeah only barely you passed by like two points it was really close it was oh really yeah close. the other seven uh, <laughs> yeah i mean we that's if we reveal what happened to the other seven. I mean, we'll I mean, over. we'll just, you know, in the sake of transparency, we just threw him back into the protein recycler to create new yeah. Evans for next week. Yeah, that's right. We made the Evan. Evan no, Tom it's Tom just it, it's not it, it's not as much like the that they fear the end. It's just like the, the pain of the failure They're ah. It's it, it weighs heavily on them. So they fear failure more than dying. Yes. It's so relatable. <laughs> Uh, I'm Cameron. I fear failure more than dying. Nice to see everybody. I am. Yeah, I like that we're doing the Alcoholics Anonymous thing just for Cam. <laughs> well, <laughs> it no, all started. no. Uh -uh. Oh man, I can't tell my story. No, okay. please well, do next week. Uh, next, next time. I next guess. week. I, next week. Okay. I gotta leave yeah. the viewers with something. They can't. Right. They gotta <laughs> leave it on a cliffhanger. You know. They need right. to find out how Cam became an Imagine. alcoholic. Hey everybody. Yeah. So um I'm uh I'm I'm definitely lacking in the wit department today, but um I'm here. How's it going? It's Eli. Pleasure to be here. Hell yeah. I was I was about to say, like, are you not gonna say your name? Because that would have been <laughs> the most bad introduction. Hey guys, I'm yeah, lacking okay. wits. Let's go. But I'm here. What's up? Let's go. <laughs> no name, no need. <laughs> well, you know, Eli needs no introduction. Jesus. <laughs> it's just true. Oh my god. What kind of <laughs> reputation have I started already? Uh I, mostly I, one of hourglass figures. Apparently. Yeah. Being real. Yeah. Mostly hourglass figures. That's gonna stick the entire camp. It's oh, god, so yeah. funny to me. <laughs> no, that means if we go do live shows, we you have to cosplay who no, is stinged. No, just gotta get to... the industrial boning Jesus. on it. It'll be fine. Gotta oh. I mean, you know. love a good industrial boning. Oh. <laughs> Especially from a skeleton in your closet. That's yeah. the it's all, all about the boning. Mm -hmm. We're all about bones here during Pride Month. It's okay, Tons I'm just reading you a book. It's fine. We're all here. It's fine. You're reading a book? Let's get back into it. So, um... Let's follow format here, I guess. Uh, who remembers what happened last week? I mean, uh, I kind of do. Uh, basically, kind of? basically, so kinda? basically, hold on. Okay. Give, give me a shot. Give me a shot, right? Right. Yeah, you got this. All right. 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 Okay. So basically, there was the introduction of the cold, barren wasteland, and then there was uh, an encampment of approximately five and a half tents, and, or excuse me, four and a half tents. Um, and there was all sorts of arcane energy coming from each of the tents as our wonderful friend, who his name is Ash. I remembered that. <laughs> oh, wow. Good job. That's a good, that's a good detail yeah. to remember. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not spreading bullets. It's right there. Top of the page in the notes. Bullets. It is in Foon's character to not remember. 
So I, I kind of, I get that. You, designation C. <laughs> yeah. You, what's your name? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Your name is Waffles. This kid so, is easy. I will call you Mittens. Oh my. <laughs> what yeah. else happened, Eli? So what happened next is Ash and their wonderful pet dragon of a mechanical mechanism of glorious vision. You Don't remember his do name? this to me, man. <laughs> yes, oh, I, I had to. I it's had wild to. to me that you remembered the amounts, but like the numerical value, and then you forgot the characters. That's to me, it's like to be I, fair, I designed my character with like there were four different names to remember for all of my shit. Like, what yeah, am I yeah, supposed yeah. to do, man? Just... Same here, though. I've got like three sorry, characters. I'm sorry. That's cool. So, and I can't forget the wonderful goblinoid tray head. That's that was that's that's what's in my head at the moment. I I really do need to study up on these names. Um. Anyway, there was an exploration of I believe it was the medical tent. Yes, and mm-hmm. there was glorious expeditions of goodness. In which case, uh, going room to room and discovering of what sorts was going on, which was a hole in the back of the tent, and Ash entered amazingly theatrically um with billowing of the <laughs> scarf definitely and you know all of the extra extraness that ashes going through and yeah very very extra very extra ashes that's why i described him as rumble and sleep deprived when it's i first introduced fine. him it's in my head man. you also described like three other characters tied to your character <laughs> i think extra is a valid descriptor shut up I... <laughs> So there was there was a discovery of claw marks and um, broken vials on the ground and um, going room to room searching with the utmost care and pocketing things after discovery of such rooms were safe, as well as um, I believe it was two health potions and um, a, a cadaver that seemed to have had its eyeballs toyed with for lack of a better term um and gouged out and destroyed in ugly fashion um i have to say there was assuredly a better term than toyed with it's fine <laughs> i disagree i think toyed with was the precise wording necessary to describe what happened to those eyes oh yeah no i mean that definitely evokes the image of like the eyes being taken out and put into like a pop-o-matic trouble uh, ah. uh, i was imagining them like whatever did this like just juggling the eyeballs you know just like playing marbles exactly playing marbles with eyeballs insert scene here okay um and then we jump after discovering all that was to be discovered from the medical tent to lieutenant hoon as well as q cubed um entering the research tent in which case there was a instant discovery of a yes lobster Yes, oh, it God, was no. a rock lobster. I'm pretty sure that bit was off mic. It was off mic, but I'm te- now I'm bringing it on mic. Complete, oh, God. Rock it's complete rock, rock lobster. lobster. I mean, just all sorts of manner of tail and, and alike with ruin ru- ruins engraved along the side. I'm struggling so much. It's fine. Um, you can pop one it off. You're, you're doing it. great. You can pass the baton if you need to. Awesome. So and nice. this is totally trying to remember with the skin of my teeth. It's cool. So... <laughs> no, like that's the next adventure is the skin teeth. Um, oh. 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 I was going to say, oh, no. it's, it sounds even more difficult since you don't have any skin. So it's, Spoilers. it's a little hard. Uh, oh, God. I am disgusted. Does that mean we have All right. Bones? So after, um, you know, 
a fair amount of time, Q cubed, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, cast some language comprehension and understood some interesting messages. I believe. I believe I didn't need to. That's he, correct. Exactly. It got auto-translated. It yes. got babbled in his own brain. <laughs> See, I missed that detail. Mr. Quincy Q. Cornbury uh, was able to understand this written language uh, without the help of uh, magics. How dubious. Is, uh, a little strange, I suppose, but not for <laughs> me, so <clears throat> all good here. And um, there was also no a problem. horrifying scene of another cadaver with the same um, wonderful eye or eyelessness um, of sorts prescribed. And then as um, Q-Cube left to go find Ash, Lieutenant Hoon was poking around and discovered the horrible, mangled, crushed, um, just absolutely desecrated corpse of a square cube of an individual that just looks like it was yesterday's laundry stuffed in a basket upside down and like forgotten about for at least three months with all of the wrinkles still intact just falls out on the floor Wally, and it's just the most horrifying scene for me in real life <laughs> wally gets wild in the third act <laughs> yeah. I, it's, oh my god it really hits the fan hard <laughs> it's, i was gonna say eli you actually described that way better than i did <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, since we haven't uploaded the second episode, I'm gonna cut that in for the description <laughs> right. of it. So everyone's gonna be like, why is it like Exactly, it's gonna start off. You open the cabinet and you see, and it's immediately a smash cut to Eli's voice describing right. <laughs> no, no context. They have to wait for a whole other episode. To switch come out. back to me. Like, yeah. if you yep. could try and match the pitching, I'd be very impressed. But Look, we're, we're all DMs, all right? Sometimes we, we baton pass mid sentence. That, ha that happens. <laughs> we're also all the sometimes. same person. Yeah. It's true. Uh, we are a four headed Etten. <laughs> yes. Honestly, <laughs> That's what Precisely. I remember. That's a great I'm, I'm definitely missing idea. something else. QQ, uh, can you, or, or Ash, can, can you help me out here? I believe that was it, or was that not it? I think mean, you know, you, you oh, had a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, shit. that was the most of it. Uh, oh, no! Yeah. The, the, the remaining things that happened was QQ went to go find Ash, who walked out of the medical tent at the right time, and immediately, knowing QQ's, uh, fondness of cases uh handed over a pair of dossiers one including the the medical information of the the encampment and one being the medical heads direct diary and uh entry notes diary i say it's a diary just to fuck but um medical journal medical journal diary uh and q cubed immediately sat down in the snow to which ash said uh uh, -uh put Q cubed on the little tray where I'm right. the little tray on the little two foot uh, homunculus that <laughs> Ash has, which I believe is where Q cubed still is. I'm yeah, Q cubed is uh, fully just uh, putting pins, red yarn, just like pulling things it, together. It's a manual um, flying carpet. Nice. Um, yes. <laughs> You're almost then, real people sized. Oh, <laughs> almost there. Then Ash uh, and Q-Cubed went back into the tent. Ash gave a debrief on the medical notes that he had discovered. And our episode ended off with all of us hearing sounds coming from one of the other tents, presumably the supply tent. I think we heard a, ah, fuck, or a shit, or a bitch, or like, you know, some sort of cursing expletive. Yeah, we're just yeah. really going to rank up that E-tag, huh? Yeah, all, all we heard was a like, <laughs> Yeah, just... <laughs> 
re-censored words over and over again. <laughs> um so yeah i think that actually covers most of it you got pretty much hit most of it on the head i mean in that dossier you know we also learned the names of most of the folks that were on the expedition to begin with and uh i believe there was a betting pool on who the person uh that they heard was uh that there may were, or there may not some... have happened off air but there maybe were some guesses taken i think it was i think it was off air where we were all taking pot shots at like who it could be well uh i'm i might please tom get us back in here okay um i just did something very dumb with my layout so pardon me a sec <laughs> no problem we can RP for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, we're good. There goes that RP. Good RP, guys. Yeah, no. We're, we're all right out the window. Save it. <laughs> so, meanwhile, while this is going on and you're off world and you're, you know, fun little field trip, back at the tree. Yeah. What? <laughs> we're cutting to the tree? Oh, no. That thing still exists? <laughs> Weirdly enough, yes. Um, as long as you continue to do your job, it should continue to exist. So, no pressure um we now enter into the uh the laboratory of the rains merryweather um you know the identical tabaxi scientists um you see one dressed in black and green standing over a tank with a single rat in it you know as they push a button and there's a flash of amber light and there's no rat and then there's another flash of amber light and suddenly now there's two rats you see him wrinkle his brow and twitch his whisk uh sorry wrinkle their brow and twitch their whiskers um while the one dressed in white and red uh comes over holding another tank and there's a rat in it but it is very definitively bovine in nature and rat go, with hooves it's or got udders. spots it's oh, a little bit of everything yeah. it's just a very small cow but with very distinctive rat face I need to know if this rat has another. I just I it need does. To know. No. Oh god. I don't know why I needed that. You, <laughs> you asked, I answered. What um, you needed to hear was that it didn't have udders. I think that's, that is not what you got. That's what great. I'm for. <laughs> All right, good episode, guys. That's yep. it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> we gotta have one. We have to have one every episode. <laughs> every time. <laughs> one off um, bit uh one off mic bit and then one terrible joke. And that's, <laughs> one that's terrible joke <laughs> that leads into us saying good night everyone. That's it. Uh and you see the one holding the tank with the uh the bovine rat. Um just well, I mean, we factored in some of Hoon's suggestions and this is um this is going peculiarly. <laughs> and the run dressed in black and green is just <laughs> Yes, no, I think you're correct there. Um by the way. Have you seen that thermogenic or anywhere? That, yes. Um, well, I, um, gave it to Hoon and his companions because they were going someplace cold. You gave the thermogenic experimental ore to three unknowing test subjects? Well, yes, how else are we supposed to do field research if, you know, it doesn't make it to the field? I like the way you think. If they make it back, we'll have to find out how the rings worked out. Mm, Yes, quite. And then there's another flash of amber light. And that held two rats now has one almost chickeny looking rat. Like, and has the same kind of ratty features, except it has a beak instead of a snout. And it's got like little like gimpy kind of wings. It also still has an otter. It does not have an otter. So I got to say, now we've got rat milk and rat eggs. What's a... When are we going to start making what rat are you pastries? Doing? 
Uh, don't worry about it. So, uh, back on your frozen, your frozen little field trip. Uh, you heard all some three noises. of us actively on fire. <laughs> all three of us sneezed at the same time. <laughs> we all sneezed in the same direction. Nobody covered their mouths. Uh. <laughs> so you hear some noises coming from outside somewhere. What was uh, that? Quincy Quandry immediately uh, stealths. Just jumps off of his tray and into the shadows. Nope, oh, he's gone. Inside the research tent that you're in, or inside the research tent uh, with a for just an eleven. Okay, <laughs> we're. Oh, can I say that like because of that eleven? As soon as you hop off the tray, Daedra, and try to like run into the shadows, Daedra, the little homunculus, just waddles after you and stands fully visible, just a posing nearby. Oh, it, <laughs> it, it, trying to it. trying to hide here. How do you, no reaction? How do you work this thing? Uh, anyone else? <laughs> so, 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 um, 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 so you see Hoon is like just looking around, trying to see what's making that noise. Pokes the head outside the tent. Do I see um, anything? Make a perception check. Okay. Um, so that was an 18. You actually hear some kind of not so quiet rustling coming from the storage tent. Uh, distinctively kind of sounds like someone's trying to very quickly pick up some cans. At this point, Hoon is going to go over to uh, at least try and find Ash in the other tent where they know that they went. Yeah, you're all in the same research tent right now. Uh, Ash is with I us. I'm still in the... Oh, okay. All right. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're all, we're all See, I knew I was forgetting something. It happens. That's what you guys think? We, we, uh, we poke our heads over there. Uh, you see what's going on? What? what? Oh, is that was to me? What, what? What's happening? Hoon? Hoon? <laughs> You are the one that looked out. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes, yes, I, I did. I, I, I saw a little protrusionish bump out of the of the tent, and and I and I heard I heard like some kind of like oomph come 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 from the from the tent. Sure, like an oomph. <laughs> an oomph. You heard an oomph. Oh. <laughs> mm. I've heard many oomphs in my day. It's best if we investigate it as quickly as possible. Fine. What was that? What was that, Ash? I hate that. And what? I didn't say. I didn't say. Well, uh, who's taking the lead? Uh, uh, I could. Oh, you're sneaky. Oh, okay. You've okay. got a gun. I'm. I'm up front. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna tell you so, to do so, but guys... yeah, it's probably the best idea. Right. I'm just back on the tray, <laughs> just peering over so, the shoulder of Ash as we uh, oh. make our way outside. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you like dropped out oh. of the call for like two seconds. It does have an actual stat block, so it could oh, function Matt. as a mount. Weirdly enough. Yeah. All right. Let's we'll uh, do some editing there. Wow. Um, oh, shit. Okay. So, okay. Very so odd. you're making your way out and towards the tent, uh, the storage tent? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, Q, do you, and this is a genuine question. Do you still want to be riding Hold on Daedra? On, they have a stat How block, so you, they could do? act as a yes, mount. Yes, absolutely. Legitimately. Will, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, because otherwise it's two kids standing on top uh -huh. of each other, like in a trench coat. Like, oh, no. <laughs> now, now, literally, quite literally, now, I just button it up. Um, now mechanically, <laughs> ah, so a homunculus servant, a which is the the artificer infusion that Daedra is, is supposed to be a tiny oh. construct. Oh no, come on, come on! But I I described them as like I, two feet tall. I was gonna say we've already like, gone I with will the allow bit. It for flavor, well, so funny. You know, mechanically, mechanically it will not function maybe Oh. Yes, I am all for the flavor. I'll, I really just wanted the flavor. Okay. I don't really care about this. Just add point. I I am satisfied. <laughs> all my all my paperwork is up on the tray anyway, so I feel much more safe up there. This is the second time 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 
Paul is taking out just hot. a pride so flag carry on. fan <laughs> and just started just fanning themselves. Uh, if I do it down, okay, no, if I do it down there, it's, it's just distracting. It, it just looks, looks too no, elegant. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, that just looks weird. No. Don't, 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 Way bad. yeah, no, uh, don't do that. Yeah, bad look, bad look. <laughs> All right, well, back to the actual podcast. Very much. <laughs> so uh get excited what that, the uh, is all about baby. following ash over to the tent i guess i guess as we approach the tent it is um, a very quiet environment like, is there the any need for us to make stealth checks like, like i assume it's a very quiet ice. environment are um, we so trying to approach stealthily but um and kind of rocky so like if you want to um approach stealthily i would say um because it is a very quiet environment i would still say um self checks if you want to approach unnoticed uh i might be able to might be able Shall to we send, all go uh, stealthy then? Ratson in if we just want him to sneak in, take a peek, and then I can look through his eyes, and then we can sneak up if necessary. Uh, that, that that seems a lot safer. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. All right, uh, Ratson, I take him off my shoulder. It's all you, buddy, and uh, I let him down onto the ground, and my eyes roll back in my head as I spaz him on the tray, uh, and I walk into Ratson. <laughs> Horrifying. Uh, and rats and uh, yes, uh, and I will say just because in. of their size uh, and this inherent nature, uh, go ahead and do that with advantage. Yes, for sure. Ah, uh, that is that is uh, one um, of the actually, rats' abilities. Ratty the, uh, nature. The name of the ability in the stat block is actually called Ratitude. Um, <laughs> get wrecked, bro. <laughs> oh God, damn you! Um, it's too late. Um, I've already we can pulled make the bad uh, jokes with impunity the, now. <laughs> that's the episode, folks. So I can't do it again. Um, yeah, episode so already Ratson, ended. You can see uh, through his eyes you know, as he uh, pokes his way through. Oh no! You just full on warg your way through. A uh, it looks like something recently knocked over this um, crate of tinned food. Um, and you see someone wearing the expedition jacket, just trying to stealthily as possible put the food back into the crate, hoping that no one heard them. Um, when they look up and see this rat dressed in a doctor's lab coat staring at them. <laughs> um, do, before do we even get to that, terrifying, like, honestly, uh, what the the fuck? and throws a can at Ratson. Um, fuck. Um, I'm guessing a 25 is probably going to oh, hit this guy. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> wow. Uh, Ratson. Oh my God. Ratson fades into the abyss. Oh jeez! In, in a blast of smoke. Oh no! That's that's his HP. That's all it takes. That's and he's, he's a rat. He's a rat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ratson's gone. You just murdered but... my best friend. Uh, it's okay. I can tell him back. No, you got one per campaign. Sorry. Oh, it's weird. One use. Fine, familiar. My, you guys, uh, everyone else sees <laughs> my eyes snap back. I like immediately sit up. And I jump off the tray and I oh, dash whoa, whoa. inside with my blades drawn. Oh god! Oh. You fucking killed my um, rats! Suddenly, and just I kind of like jump blow back my way into like, the tent. First the of all, you? the look of confusion at having just seen a um a rat in a lab coat <laughs> that then just disapparated <laughs> upon impact. <laughs> Uh, and then immediately followed by the short but fast footsteps upon contact with a cannon, short human. <laughs> yes, 
Yes. Well, short but fast Humanoid, footsteps rather, and the and just prolonged dragging like, of an exactly oversized coat against the ground. Both confusion and fear on his face. He's like, it, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! It's okay. It's okay. We don't. We don't need to. We don't need to. But who are you? It's okay. Well, get violent. We don't need to get violent because uh, it looks I'm, like you've already done that, mate. Who am I? I? What's who going are you? on in there? What? Oh, oh, okay. Come on in. Yeah. Um, you see that the uh, individual standing before you is. Um, we just push our way and kind of flank a queue on either side. A little frostbitten. Um, you know he's been look. He looks like he's been out here for a little while. Uh, but he still looks to kind of have most of his wits about him. Uh, he's a little scraggly, a little unkempt. Uh, you know, shaving not being a priority during survival mode. Uh. <laughs> And uh, he, he's very thoroughly intimidated by the presence of uh, this imposing hourglass figure with a gun and <laughs> this terracotta soldier <laughs> that just busted in through the tent flap, flanking. <laughs> Fair enough. But he's just like, just well, no, okay. it, it was okay. it was the tiny man who busted okay. in. We just pushed in slowly. I'm going to put the can down. And you see him very slowly begin to put the food, the canned food, down on the ground. Wait, don't put the canned food on the ground. It might be good food. Don't put good food on the ground. What are you doing? It's in a container. Okay. You don't put food on the ground. You don't disrespect sacred food. Q, you're in a passive investigation. There's a pile of it right Immediately tings off. And, um... You see amongst the scattered cans from the crate that tipped. What do we over, notice about the cans? Um, at least um, two tins worth of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yes! right. You said to uh, auto you ping see, whenever you um, notice coffee. You see Q go completely silent, put his okay. blades away. All right. Uh, walks walks directly up to this person, stares at him in the he eyes, looks down to match, and just slowly <laughs> bends over. Slowly bends over to the side. And picks up the two <laughs> tins of coffee, puts it in his pocket, and then walks back to the other two. And okay, says, but who the fuck are you? All right, you? I got what I wanted. <laughs> you guys, you could take it from here. Lieutenant. Okay, so okay. put it simply. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Lieutenant um, Hoon, okay? I, I, I'm there, that's my name. That... Captain Michael Sanderson. Hoon? I'm a pilot. It's, yeah, I think Evan just won the won the pool. Um, <laughs> Just please, please, I I don't mean Do a little any pistol. harm. I'm sorry if that was your rat. Um, it's just I'm a little jumpy. As you may have noticed, a few of my friends have returned into sacks. One of them was in a cabinet. Yeah, that, uh, one of them fell out of a cabinet and scared the living shit out of me. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. He was um cubed. Cubed. To answer your question in a useful way, we're here to presumably investigate these. Um, yes. I, I guess leeching probably, probably would be the one. best term. Um, these bodies look kind that's of probably a dry. proper adjective. It's been um, it's been pretty rough the past couple of days. Not going to lie. I inside check to see if he means that he's not going to lie or if that was just a turn of phrase. Is he going to lie to us right now? Is, is he lying already? Something's right. up. Why the fuck is he still alive? I don't trust this guy for a moment. All right. I, go for it. I hate how much right. you've actually hit on a thing that I do, which every time somebody says not going to lie to me, I'm immediately like, why are you saying that? Are you lying? Are you lying? Like, what is... Yeah. yeah. Um, for some, there is nothing that makes me doubt you more. For some reason. Somehow on D&D Beyond, my die just got caught. It was it came out as a 4, which is so interesting. It's always fun when the digital die gets stuck. Oh, so weird how that happens. Um, 
<laughs> so yeah, got caught on the edge. Whenever I roll a seven or lower, I can treat it as an eight on an insight check. So it's a fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Um, you. Hmm. You actually get the impression that like he's a a little freaked out right now. Yeah. Um. Same. You know, very skittish. You know. Uh. And B. You know, just based on like as you kind of take in like his body language and like even his tone of voice, he does seem actually to be fairly truthful. All right. I'll let this like he doesn't. Go. You get the impression that he doesn't have much of a reason to lie, at least at present. Mm. So right. it's at this point that you see Hoon just completely ignoring everything that's happening and making sure that all the food cans are stacked properly on the crate. <laughs> Side note: this alphabetical order. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Whole nine. Yeah. No. All right. Uh... Mr. Sanderson. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, what exactly went on here? What are these creatures that have been uh, eggifying your friends here? Well, okay. Um, that's kind of a big question that I don't really have a good answer for, I don't think. so. I'll take whatever answer you got for me. Um, I mean, mind you, I'm not a scientist like these other folks that came here. Like, uh, they're not scientists either. They're dead. Fair point. So um, you're the last one to have any information. Go on. So I was contracted out to, you know, by the Institute to bring these folks in. Um, you know, it was supposed to be a routine kind of Antarctic expedition. And, uh, you know, the that one security officer, Wilder, got hurt while investigating the ruins. Um, mind you, at the time, the ruins were just that. They were just ruins that had been found partially under the ice. Um, and ever since he got hurt, something started happening at the ruins. You know, he was taken in and treated by, uh, Levine, you know, over in the tent. And, you know, it seemed like his condition just kept getting worse or Covine rather, not Levine. Uh, but, uh, his condition just kind of kept getting worse and, uh, you know that was right around then that the uh that the the bubble went up you know the you know to hear reports i didn't really go out to the site much myself you know i was you know supposed to kind of stay near the plane in case you know something went wrong you know then we could just kind of bug out but they deemed uh malkinson the uh the the leader kind of deemed that the um you know, the bubble was not especially dangerous so they decided to hang around and continue their investigations but it seemed to get bigger each day until well now it's literally the only thing you can see on the horizon and um yeah wilder just kept getting worse one day until you know one night uh there were just some shrieks and some screams um you know that very quickly went short um followed by some kind of gurgly screaming um and you know i was in the uh I was in one of the crew tents, and as soon as I heard, I, you know, started making my way out of the tent. You know, that's when I saw someone kind of loping away towards the bubble. And uh, by the time I was, you know, fully out and investigating, they, uh, they, uh, they were gone. You know, the ones that were, uh, that you found, uh, Covine and Ragnar and, uh, Peters. Um, it's, and then I, I tried to, you know, get whoever else I could, but, uh, Breitheart actually took the plane and flew off. I don't know why she didn't wait. She just kind of took the plane and flew off. And so who else was on the plane as they left? I am not sure, to be honest. I've been trying to you know, figure that out. But, you know, everyone else, this was this happened while a majority of them were on a uh, away trip into the bubble. Um, Mr. Sanderson. OK, yes. Uh, 
I believe you've been somewhat honest with me, but I'm going to have to ask you pressing questions based on what you just said. Okay. The first thing that I realized you said was you didn't go to the bubble the ruins much. That tells me you did, in fact, go to them at some, correct? I didn't go inside them. I, 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 But you were at the site? I went to the site when it first kind of started showing up. I was, you know, at the, um, the wave station, you know, the other tent, you know, set up outside. And what was the reasoning that you went there? Uh, it was at the request of, um, Coveen, not Coveen, sorry, Malkinson. Mm -hmm. Uh, they, uh, you know, wanted to see, you know, because it, the bubble grew exponentially and, uh, you know, they wanted to, they brought me out there, you know, to, I guess, see it for myself in case, you know, you know, maybe they thought I could fly the plane into it at some point in case need to recover some, um, something from the site. I, I never went inside the bubble though. No, surely not. But, uh. Apparently, it's from what they say. It's it's different in the bubble. There's no ice in there. There's so the you know the ice is what you know allowed them to bring the thing, the research tent back. You know, just kind of, kind of loaded her to do that. There's no ice to skid it along. Your original statement was you heard. Uh, a variety of screams, and you went to go investigate, correct? And by the time right. you investigated, uh, people were dead. When you left to go scout out whatever else was on the horizon, you saw uh, Brightheart riding the plane away? Yeah, I mean, as much as I could see of her. She's, um... Kind of like you. I'm short. Yeah, yeah. Except she's got like a she's got a big metal dog that she. We have a. Uh, I called Daedra into the tent. We have this. Not quite like that. That that's that's a little freaky. How so? Where's its yeah, head? It's, it's the a tray, tray is more useful. Doesn't need eyes. It's got a tray. I, mm, mm, uh, mm, All right. Regardless, easier of the to ride on than a dog. <laughs> I forgive me, uh, but I find it hard to believe that someone such as yourself would throw yourself into immediate danger. With no sign of any security personnel, instead of going to secure the plane like was your original job. Why weren't you immediately going to the plane in order to ready it for a sign of danger? Mm. Oh, tell me, you love honest. someone here. There's someone here, a little romance for you. Um, oh, well. You could say I mean, it. Was it the one who flew the plane away? I mean, there's like. Oh, oh okay. good. No, good. no, it wasn't Brightheart. It would be. Um, yeah, that would be, a that'd be weird about that. It would be like, uh, bad for that. Well, I was asking. Yeah, no, that that I'd feel weird about that one, but no, um, no, uh, it was uh, it was uh, Ragnar. Uh, uh, um, one. which one? Um, Helga. Question for you: Was Helga where yeah. was Helga at the time of the when you heard these screams? Was Helga in the city? No, Helga was uh, she had just R &D finished tent? shift in the city. She was she was in the research tent. Yeah, last I saw, you know, she uh she was gonna come meet up afterwards. You know, she was just gonna check in her notes. You know, check in. See if there's anything else, you know, uh, check in with Peters, make sure everything was all right. And uh, yeah, then I I haven't seen her. So I thought maybe she got on the plane. She did. But uh, she did. She's out safely. So you don't have to oh, worry about it. Do you good. need me to roll a deception check? Okay. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, that's a blatant lie. She was, she was holding up a big in the lie. Um, 17. All right. Yeah, he's, he buys it. Just um, okay. Good. I'm, yeah, I'm no, sure she had uh, reservations. Relief. Uh, I'm glad but... she's out. But no, I'm. I'm. You know, she got out. You have to. That's the important. You know, that means I'll see her once everything's done here, and I can go home. That's right. Um. So let's try to get things done here, shall we? Maybe you can help us help you. Uh, I ain't going back out I there. I can tell you that. Necessarily need to. Yeah. Tr really, trust when we not. say we're we're here to take care of problems that other people 
generally not good. Not not that not not that I I enjoy being on the ground. Uh, you know, boots on the ground. Not not that I enjoy it. But uh, but yes, yes, we are we we are we are here for for that that reason. It's uh that's like the third time you've reorganized the cans. Um, is that just like a nervous tick or what? <laughs> Everything has its home. Okay, look, you need to make sure that the orange colors go over here, and then you need to organize it by label and size and weight, and then you need to understand that the smallest minute milligrams will have the best effect when poised positionally correct mm, in started. the most well, decent what the order. Fuck are you talking about? Oh, so, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I um I this is this is yeah, yes, I have a ner- nervous <laughs> tick. That was a very long answer. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, uh, all right. Um All right, here's the deal. So uh, we will help you okay. we'll figure things out here. You'll be able to head on out whenever you need to. Uh, but we're going to need help trying to find our way to these ruins and any more information, maybe any other location that more um, notes would have been kept by some of these scientist folk. Um, also, how long ago did the blame take? Uh, was, uh, gosh, it's a little hard to keep track of time. How many meals? Here. It's kind of this perpetual dusky night. Um, I would say probably maybe four or five days. Oh, I forgot here. Uh, real quick, like as he says that, Ash just takes the little ring of warmth off his finger. You'll look a little fucked up. Put this on. Oh, thanks. I'm gonna um, need it back when we go out, but I don't, it should uh, help a little bit with frostbite. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, he puts it on his uh middle finger. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, give it like weird, an hour. But, uh, you know, give it an uh, hour. Take the You'll, ring. Uh, feel better with it. Here's and, what we uh, need from you. Um. Uh, Q takes out uh, a piece of paper from like the dossier, flips it on the back, grabs like a pen or pencil, whatever's nearby, uh, pushes it over to him. Mm-hmm. Can you try to? You flew over this area already, so I have some idea that you most likely know the geography, the layout, um, the paths that were used to get there and back uh, to the ruins. Right. Yeah. Can you just no, that, map it that out I for us, so we, you know, um... path there. We know that you weren't actually in there, but getting there would be useful. Right, no, that's I can that I can do, no problem. But uh yeah, I mean you can also use there's uh there's still two of the snowmobiles left. You can use They have enough to fuel get to get there and back. Yeah. Oh you guys have snowmobiles? Oh yeah, no, mentioning while you uh, fixing up the cones. I don't know, I'm just playing you. And uh how did you guys get here? What uh, is your plan? I take out uh like a little badge that has my face on it, like the name, like private investigator. And I go, uh, name's Quincy Q. Condry, private investigator hired by Ravensboro Institute of Paranormal Activities. Uh, I'm here to clean up this mess. Yes, I know it's activities, not research. Research is to know what's going on. Activities is to fix what's going on. Uh, you wouldn't have heard about it if you weren't. Right. Okay. That, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that Definitely. tracks. We're, something, something wild has happened. Or the wild that comes and fixes. Correct. Fire with fire. Uh huh. So um, that doesn't really explain. Uh, we, uh, you don't need to know that information. Yeah. To put it very simply, the things that are happening here are kind of beyond what should be expected of humanoids, and so was the way that we got here. You don't need no point. Right. Okay. Sure. I mean, it's all a lot of trust me. It's fine. We're here to fix your problems, but you know, also don't. Trust me, because I'm not going to... Oh, would you uh, have preferred us fine, to pop fine. your eyeballs out of your sockets, just like the rest of the... No, no, I mean, don't get oh, me wrong. Okay. I'm glad you're not, you know, all, uh, you know, what is it, yeah. lychee? I don't even know. I didn't really get, I mean, it looked longer than it should have been, what I did see. You I don't saw know, it. I don't have the good dark vision eyes. I saw something. It looked kind of like a person, but 
longer than they should have been with like things on its back. You said things on its back? Yeah, like like uh I don't know, it liked almost like it was wearing a scarf that was way too long. But like the scarf so, was moving, tendrils coming out of the back um, would be an appropriate description. Um, sure, I guess. I mean, again, I ain't no, I'm uh, not an oceanographer. Um, you could say tendrils or tentacles or like jellyfish things, but you know, yeah, it's all the same to me. It looked like uh, I don't know, calamari or something. Well, I could, that's not the fact. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll just take that uh, that map you can make for us, and we'll be on our way to Right, right, right. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here you go. He hands over the uh the very crudely drawn map. Very good. Before we go, I know that there's like you said, there's not much clear reason for you to trust us. We don't have any kind of actual forms of identification that we can present to you, like nothing that you're really able to see. <laughs> is there anything there is the potential that we are going to this these ruins to save some of your if not friends, co workers. Is there any kind of equipment here that could help? Um, I mean, he turns back and just kind of motions towards the storage tent. Just, I mean, there's plenty of canned food. Um, you know, it's not like that one expedition to the Arctic where they used a uh, tin instead of aluminum. So, uh, no fear of lead poisoning there. And, um, you know, there's, a. Uh, I'm sure you checked out the medical tent already. I'm sure, uh, the good doctor's got some stuff going on there. Um, uh, you might be able to cobble something together from the, uh, you know, some from the stuff left behind in the uh, research tent. Um, there might also be, uh, I don't know, there's just a pretty straightforward, uh, you know, equipment here, like ropes and pittons and stuff. Do you have any form of, of packs, backpacks? Is that in the supply tent? Mm. Oh, um, that you might want to check the crew tent. You know, most of the crew took their stuff with them, but, you know, maybe the folks that uh, are currently missing their fluids may not be needing them anymore. Uh, I am gonna need that ring back, but yeah. I... Oh, uh, oh, I thought we, uh, I thought we had something, but uh, I guess if this is how you want to end it, just, by all means, I was giving it to you because you're clearly suffering from some form of frostbite. I would heavily recommend uh, getting under some fucking blankets around a fire. Yeah, no, I was trying to do that as much as I could without actually raising too much attention. I'm gonna be real with you. If there's anything around here that wanted you dead, you would be dead already. You know, that's a very fair point. Yeah. The I thing, don't... whatever it was, went back to the ruins. You should be fine. Yeah. And so he hands the ring back to you. Just just be sure. Don't be a stranger. I... Call me sometime. What? All right. I'm being I sarcastic. I... I'm going to be at the ruins. I don't think. I'm pretty sure oh. I'll be too far away for you to yeah, hear. Yeah. You wouldn't even hear. Never mind. Don't, don't, don't worry about right. it. Do, you, what? You guys don't have telephones where you're from? Yes. That's very archaic technology. Uh. And with what, that, let's go ones? get on these snowmobiles, everyone. So I don't know what a snowmobile is. <laughs> like, nope. there's... So uh, you see, as you round out the, you know, towards the back of the tent, uh, these uh, two um, roughly horse length. <laughs> trying to figure out how to describe this in like, you know, proper fantasy terms. But um, yeah, you see they have a, uh, a tread in the back. Um, with two kind of skis in the front attached to the steering mechanism. They are fairly rudimentary, very, um, you know, kind of turn of the 20th century uh, in appearance. But they, uh, you know, had appear to have not been used in a few days, but otherwise seem fairly operational to your the best of your knowledge. So uh, you guys know how to use these things, right? Yes. Just press this button here that says I, on. I, I read about it in a book once. You'll okay. be fine. Uh, 
I am filled with overwhelming confidence that you'll be fine. Um, um, Ash and Q, uh, hold on. B- b- before we go, I, I want to go back to the um, research tent. I, I-, I want to take-, take a look in there. I think, I'll be right back. I think this is a good time for us <laughs> to explore the crew tent. Then. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll run with you to the crew tent. All right. Just meet us back here by the mobile. Say. All right. So I'll actually start with Hoon. Uh, so you're heading back party. to the research tent. Party. Yeah. <laughs> so you made it back to the research tent. Uh, what you looking for? I- I'm looking for all things manner of like electric and or like power cell focused. So following the, the, the tent lights that lit right. up and the wiring and all of that sort. Um, Give me an investigation check. I will say with advantage. Sure. So that will be a grand total of 13. Okay. Um, so based on that, um, you are able to kind of discern, like, you know, kind of going into it that the, um, the lights based on last week, um, kind of use like an arcane battery, mm-hmm. um, which if you kind of climb up on the table or a stool or a chair or something and take one down, um, you can see that it's pretty much just that. Like you drop a spell into it and it'll function. It'll continue to power whatever spell is like contained within the device. So in this case, it looks like it's, you know, it has a light spell um, contained within the lantern that, you know, drop some level of um you know spell or arcane energy into it mm-hmm. um you know differing different degrees of functionality so like the lower the spell the lower the light the shorter the duration okay does it look like i can rewrite the spell that's put on this lantern give me an arcana check sure that would be a wonderful 24 that is a wonderful number Ooh, okay this lantern can now um, cast fireball Right. <laughs> so you actually, as you're investigating it, and like now that you have it in your hands, you go, oh, yeah, okay. Um, I totally get where they're going with this. So you may not necessarily be able to change the spell too drastically, but um, you mm-hmm. may be able to kind of change it within a similar vein, so to speak. Like, um, mm-hmm. so like you may not be able to, or so you know the uh, for uh, aforementioned fireball maybe less so Aww. but um you may be able to use it to feel some light or maybe perhaps with some tinkering perhaps some kind of reverse light anti-light if there only there was a word for that hmm. a no light light an unlighter <laughs> no 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 that that's harry potter we can't go there oh oh no shit oh Oh, well, guys, my email just pinged. Um, Yeah, we're getting sued. Shit. Not again. This isn't even live. How did they sue us? I don't know. Give full credit to creator. Um, so yes, like you're able to kind of, you know, figure that out. Like you're just able to, with enough kind of finesse and time, like you might be able to kind of finagle it and maybe even with a, some quick jury rigging, although you're not entirely sure what kind of, uh, you know, reliability a jury rig will have on it. Okay. And then, um, after Hoon discovers the inner workings of said device, they're going to attempt to have it awkwardly stick out of their pocket horribly disfiguring their hourglass figure um, and i will uh, say shape and size wise it's roughly the size of one of those like coleman camping lamps so it's like nice. i don't know roughly 24 inches tall by about 10 inches wide jesus 
I was gonna guess that it was like the size of a human head. That's pretty big, actually. It's just it's very tall. Most of it is like that power cell. <laughs> okay, and then after that, um, Hoon is gonna study the wiring that's going between all of that. Um, give me another. I'll say Arcana. Okay. Uh, um, DM My that's a twenty-five. What are you looking for with this wiring? <laughs> and it be used to transfer one spell to another battery. Hmm. 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 I would say that these things are fairly interchangeable. So it doesn't really matter. Like you, so the way these things function is that you spend a spell slot, regardless of the spell, like you would spend a spell slot and that would give you in this case, days worth of light. Um, compared so like depending on the level of spell slot it's a one-to-one ratio um so you also figure probably with enough finagling you might be able to use it essentially as a spell battery like to you know draw energy out from one of these cells um it wouldn't be in that case it there would be some energy loss so it wouldn't be a one-to-one it'd be like a one to like minus one so like drop like a like second level spell into it like you'd get an extra first level we'll say okay so i my my idea of a spell transfers through this wire is relatively accurate kind of but like it's not so much the wiring so much as the entire mechanism but like okay. you, would, you figure so, though with enough resources, not so much present mm-hmm. here because it's more of a biological research rather than a technological development tent. Um, you figure with mm-hmm. enough resources, you might be able to replicate this. Like you're actually, I can kind of picture like the scene where you're just kind of floating around. You are just like the exploded like Tony Stark style <laughs> um, diagram. Exactly what's happening. Just eyeballs wide and just all sorts of manner of thought racing cast, through like, tensors head. floating discs to create uh, like little whiteboards floating through the air. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like as you're just kind of like piecing it together, but like, yeah, you figured like you have a really solid understanding of this and that you can definitely with the resources, possibly back at Yggdrasil, you might be able to replicate if not this and possibly something beyond giant light bulb <laughs> pun intended the uh, lantern in your hand lights into up. his head <laughs> <laughs> just bling uh, with with that uh, hoon is uh satisfied with um investigating what's left of inside of the okay. research tent um meanwhile back at the crew tent that's us that's you Whoa! guys hooray All so right, we walked in is it like how i'm imagining like a military style where it's it's the the bunks and it's a it's a bunk bed each row and then there's like a little chest at the foot and then one off to the side yes so it's the one of the tents is completely collapsed um like you can see that there's definitely stuff underneath but um the one that is still standing like you get the impression that would fit um not so much bunk beds in this case they didn't want anything particularly tall in case there were high winds um so it's just six bunks or six cots you know lined around like a central stove to try and keep things warm you want to Um, each of them has a little footlocker you want to investigate the crash tent first you want to go ahead and take a gander i'm gonna be real i like i suggest the crew tents i'm mostly just looking around for like any kind of extra information i don't feel right rummaging through these people's personal belongings even for gear we might need all right so you go into the tent that's destroyed all yeah. run their personal belongings. Okay. Because uh, I don't really care. Uh, all right. I yeah, will, I'll investigate here. Uh, do you, if you, if I find anything, I won't let you know unless it has information to do with what we're working. I appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. And you let me know everything. Okay. All right. Um, and break. So I'm sorry. Who's investigating which tent? 
Uh, Ash is going to the collapsed one. Okay. Um. So actually, so Quincy, um, go ahead and break me off and investigate. All right, twenty-one through passive. Any coffee? Any more coffee? Uh, no, you don't actually find any more tins of coffee. I'm you imagine if you rummage through, possibly though, you do have a moment of like rummage through some right, of the uh, still sealed takes every bone in my storage tents. Uh, you might be able to find some more possibly. No, no, no espresso pods. Uh, no, no Nespresso's. Hey, that's branded. Hey. <laughs> oh dang! I just got another. Yeah, email. not until we get sponsored. Um, all right. Uh, it keeps being weird on D&D Beyond. The dice are messed up, so I rolled on my actual die, and I got a natural nineteen, which makes it a thirty investigation. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! So <laughs> I definitely find man, right? Come on, someone had to be holding that on me. Someone was holding. Yes, out. it's the good stuff. Oh. It's from some country known as Kenya. Oh ah, I can. Oh. I absolutely can. And I, I popped it. <laughs> oh. <Boo>. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You told me yourself that you can say bad jokes and get away with it. So. This is true. Why have you done this? <laughs> what else do I find? Um, you find um some of the journals. Um, Ooh, you find dear diary. Um, some of them are just. Yeah, one of them actually you find is uh you know the diary of uh Helga Ragnar. <laughs> Ooh, she uh was it a unrequited love? Was it was it shared? Uh no, it was a very weird triangle oh, with her partner. Was and Anderson sibling. No, uh partner. Oh um, partner, all right. Yeah, no, just very rarely would the three of them um you know be in the same spot at the same time, but the one time that it was, like it goes on for pages. It got fiery in explicit detail oh this is juicy this is really um juicy. she has like the really bad like middle school anime drawings in the oh, margins no. um, this makes me feel bad that this woman is completely dead this makes up. me feel good about the fact that this woman got cubed yeah well, <laughs> oh i don't want all the guys know that <laughs> um getting cubed is no right for any Quincy human knows experience best. try everything once mm. all right so i find all Jesus. these diaries um, these journals you find some diaries but otherwise you bits. find some of the research notes um most of them are pretty straightforward like you see some of them are um kind of etchings and like rubbings from some of the uh you can see like based on the field notes like found inside the tower um a lot of them are fairly shapeless um at first glance, you wouldn't really be able to tell that they were anything, but like you feel like a weird little kind of like ticky tickle in your brain, and um, like you get bits and clips of words, um, like utopia, uh, piles up or pops up, um, arrival, um, corruptor, um, but like that's a majority of you know. But then they start getting a little further into their research and starts to describe post bubble. And the rubbings that you see are much more crisp, much more clean, much more fresh, one might say. Um, they focus more on the visuals than on the little uh, text mm. that you're able to find. Um, and like you see these, this repeated image of these kind of almost like arachnoid figures. Like it seems like they have a lot of legs and like a rough and like kind of an elongated head neck situation. Is there a, um, any similarity between these drawings and the description of Sanderson? Not at all. Interesting. Um, like you 
like see some of them like there's a lot of the rubbings you can see like are depictions of them like farming you see some of them like you know carrying a staff and like holding it high and you see some like humanoid figures now beginning to work the farm the land like kind of doing farming um you note that they all have pointy ears interesting um but then that's that's more or less the extent of what you find okay all right well very important question uh, since we rolled a 30, what font mm. is being used in these notes? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> it's definitely a handwriting, but, you know, uh, some of it is a very crisp, crisp, crisp and clear, um, very uh, Times New Romany. Oh, wow. uh, some of it looks, uh, you know, nice. some of it looks very um, like Tahoma. Uh, oh, Ragnar's <laughs> diary is written in perfect 14 point Ariel. Yeah. Yes. Q, uh, Q looks down at the font and sighs a no, oh. as it reminds him of his one true love. <laughs> uh, closes the journals, uh, takes the bits out, the research bits out, and puts it into the dossier. Nice. The, which bits? The erotic bits? At those bits he puts in a separate pocket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Saving that for later. That's something that uh, he can go ahead and <laughs> put in uh, Olympia's little, you know, uh, page storage, and she. Ew! <laughs> oh, <laughs> the idea of at, of putting erotica into your partner as foreplay. Hey, you know, don't kink shame. Here, don't... babe, take a bite of this page. About this, this week's episode sponsored by Dipsy Stories: no. <laughs> Erotic Stories for Women by Women. <laughs> what am I listening to? Uh, and you know, with all that, uh, Q, you know, brushes his hands. Uh, double checks everything and then makes his way out. Uh, find Ash. All right, and Ash, you are going to the collapsed. Yeah, <laughs> boy, a um, lot to explore. <laughs> um, everything seems to be. Um, you can see where things are still kind of propped up in what would be their normal orientation inside. Um, like you can see, like the definitive mounds of like six pieces of furniture with one larger piece of furniture in the middle. Um. Otherwise, uh, that's what you get at an initial glance. So, as I said, I'm not too interested in rummaging around people's personal effects. So, instead, what I think I would focus on as I approach this stem is looking around for what collapsed in others. Um, all right. Make and investigate. It's a natural nine for a total of 12. Hey. Um, I mean, it looks like the support beam is not supporting the roof anymore. Um... Mm. That's usually the number one causes of things collapsing. That's fair. All right. I guess. Uh... Um, but it doesn't appear to have any kind of foul play going on here. Um, like you don't see any like scratch or scuff marks. You don't see any like broken poles. It just kind of looks like kind of tipped. Um, if it if it looks like it legitimately just fell over, I think Ash will try and do the thing that everyone does when they fuck up setting a tent and kind of like rummage around the side to be like, "Where's the door? Where's the door? Hold on, where's the door?" And then like as soon as he finds it, clamber inside, <laughs> like rummage around inside for the support beam. So anyone looking outside just sees this like lump moving through the tent. <laughs> uh, until he finds the central support beam and just try and prop it up by hand. Uh, no need to like fully set yeah. up the tent, but enough to get a glint. Yeah, no, and you're tall enough that you're able to just kind of even just kind of hefting it up as you kind of heft it. Um, there is another body oh. in one of the cots. Helpful. Okay. Um, um, I can't move from this position since I'm holding the tent, so I'll just send Bone to go grab the little name tag. <laughs> It uh makes some dial-up noises and scampers on. <laughs> uh rips the name tag off. Um 
you note though, like it doesn't look as though this body has been slurped clean. Um, this one just looks kind of more frostbitten than anything. Um, and the name that he comes ba- that Bone comes back with is uh, Malkinson. Hmm. Okay, so they went on an expedition without their leader. Um, okay, from where I'm standing, if I take a look at the body, can I see any kind of any kind of blood, any kind of outside effect, or does it look like whatever killed the body was entirely eternal? Um, it from where you're standing, you really can't see, but like you don't see any like obvious signs of blood. You don't see any like obvious like wounds. On uh, you know the bits, the small bits of flesh that you can see sticking out. Um, he just seems like he's laying down on top of his cot, um, in full winter gear, just kind of. So I, I think what I'm going to do <laughs> is, as I'm holding the tent up, I'm going to command Bone to just like I'm going to lean the tent a little bit so that the cloth just covers the cot. Command Bone to climb on the cot and like use his horns to just rip through the fabric of the tent so that I could see the body without having to hold the tent up. Um, manageable, yes. Yeah, just kind of saw <laughs> through the tent. Uh, as soon as that's done, I'll hold the tent pole back up. Anything else of note I see, or is it all just beds and personal effects? Beds and personal effects. Then I put it back down. I, I don't, no need to disturb these people. Yeah. Uh, clamber back out of the tent, another like solid two to three minutes of just and the sound of like stretching fabric as Ash tries to find his way out. Uh, and then I'll go up <laughs> close to the body for a, a more like a more intense look, kind of not feeling the pulse. It's clear this guy's already dead, but like checking right. eyes, looking for any kind of head trauma, anything like I could find with a chest, but like pressing around at the, the, the rib cage. Uh, give me a medicine check. A full oh, autopsy. Uh, a, ni- a, ni- a nice uh, roll to 10 for a total of 14. Um, You actually don't find any weird markings. Like, there's no, like, you don't find any, like, signs of struggle. Like, you don't find any wounds. You don't find any, like, as you're poking and prodding around, any broken ribs. Um, Like, for all intents and purposes, as you're looking at he does look like he just kind of got back, you know, from a long day at work and, you know, went to sleep and did not wake up. Does he look? Does he look peacefully like rested on the cot? Does he look like he looks pretty well rested? Yeah, he looks like he he looks like in his like overall position does look um like yeah he's like kind of on his side kind of like tucked up like he's got like his arm beneath his head like it definitely looks like but he's like very much like tucked into himself like so he definitely looks cold but you know kind of sleepy. Uh, I think then I'll just go ahead and leave this. Uh, I'll leave the body as it is. I don't. I don't see any need to disturb it any further. Okay. Um. And with that, uh, anything else that uh Quincy and Ash would like to take care of, or Ash, you would not believe the juicy things. I'm not gonna tell you about them because you told me not to. But my God, it was juicy in there. And I found coffee. Oh, I oh, I was right. supposed to tell you that. Oh well. Well, well. I, I mean, they won't need oh. any. But we do. Look, so. a good drink is meant to be drunk, so that I can. Thank get. you. All right, we're on the same page. Let's go find who. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say that um, you you know, backtracking a bit, you did find an, a couple packs. Oh, I also found some backpacks. So okay, that'll that'll be helpful just because we need to like carry equipment that we take from the supply Right. Center. Absolutely. Um, one thing you should know, I did find another body in the collapsed tent, but it does... It's pretty out in the open since you cut the roof open it's right there. around it. Yeah, this one right here? <laughs> yeah, it's a dead guy. Um, you, but you get the important name? thing to note, uh, that is, that is uh, the mission leader, uh, Malkinson, chief investigator. 
this is the mission. All right. Yeah. He seems to be dead of natural causes. There doesn't seem to be any kind of outside foul play. There's no markings as there were on the other corpses. It seems as though he wasn't attacked. It looks the body is is frostbitten and it seems to have been weathered by time, but it looks peaceful. It looks like the bodily functions kind of just ceased. Um, I don't know. It's strange. It is strange. I don't know what caused it. There's there's the possibility that it was like a death of shock and then the body was just arranged or something. But I don't see how or why Uh, anyone would do that. let Let me take a look over here and I walk up to the body. Uh, flip it from off its side, so oh, it's like uh, chest up. Uh, yeah, and I take out. It's, um, I take out my dagger. It's super duper frozen. Take out my dagger, so like, and I just. Bring. Yeah, no, it 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 curtinkles a bit. Oh, um, really? like when you like imagine trying to stab a frozen steak. Right. Yeah. God. Hate that description steak. of. I hate that. All right. Uh, Listen, it's a correct description. I just hate it. <laughs> I think, <laughs> like, yeah, you go to try and roll him over even, and like he's kind of in the position just now on his back. All right, hold on. I got an idea for this. Um, is This might not be good for me, but I'm going to try my best here. Uh, I try to pick up the body because the wording of our rings of warmth uh, says anything you wear and carry are unharmed by temperatures as low as minus 50 degrees Fahrenheit. So I want to warm up the body by carrying it. With the magic of the ring. What's your strength score? Uh, that's going to be a nine. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say it's gonna, a struggle for you to lift this body. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Dude, what are you trying to do? Just, I'm just trying to lift it up so the ring activates. Thank you. So we... I'm, I'm going to be completely real. I don't think the cause of death of this person is what's important. I think the information we can get from this is we should ask the pilot why the lead investigator was not on the expedition that was out to the ruins well, when this attack he's... happened. But because he said that a group of them had just gotten back, like, for instance, his love interest, who, by the way, wasn't the only love interest, um, his love interest had just gotten back from the expedition. It's more than likely that he got back around the same time. Now, I don't know why she was in a locker room and don't know why he's he is sleeping, but I I can deduce that he probably got back around the same time. Okay, I did for. Thank you for reminding me of that detail. I did completely forget. That's uh, quite all right. That's why I'm here. That's you know, I only remembered it because I take out all my uh, yawn because of you. So you know what? It just comes back around. I do. That does remind me, though, a question I forgot to ask that I wanted to ask was what personnel went out on the expedition. I wanted to ask that of the pilot before we go. But we'll uh, okay. we can get that info on the way there. Yeah, Ooh, he's, he's still out here. Probably still in the supply tent. Oh, oh, yeah, guys, check this out. I found a, a spell Ooh, battery. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, it, it it works really well, and and this wiring looks really good too. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gutting this place. It's great. Oh, oh, do you guys uh, get backpacks? Yeah, I'm gonna need it. We were gonna go fill them up in the supply tent, get a couple days rations, basic equipment. Oh, I also okay. have some erotica if you're interested. No. Um, n- no. no. All right. No, no. no. That's what offer. No, no. It'd be rude if I. No, so, you're sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's right. not my focus, oh, I mean, you know. And and you yeah, were trying to be nice, to be honest, and you're offering you know, your kindness. Not be, and... Like any of our focuses while we're on the mission, so I honestly respect it. Uh, so let's let's. I mean, it if we're going to be completely fair, the same could be said about coffee. If you're going to prioritize coffee, you may as well add erotica to that list as well. I disagree. I disagree. I need coffee to do my job. I don't need erotica. Out of character, uh, this is as Evan. We should add like a coffee counter for Q. Every time Q takes a oh long rest, God. they should need to consume a bit of coffee or suffer a level of exhaustion. I, I fully agree. 
I fully agree. Yes. I will go with this. I love that. All right, so I have currently uh, two uh, just normal tins, and <laughs> then I have I have one really good tin. Yeah, and then and then conversely, if you consume like high grade coffee, you'll get a little bonus for the day. Yeah, like um, we'll have to figure out like how many cups of coffee a tin makes. <laughs> Sounds good to me. We'll figure nice. that out off air. Um, <laughs> Check in next time, everybody. Use coffee can. So, <laughs> um, you all reconvene um at the storage tent. Um, Hoon's got their spell battery. Everyone's got their pilfered erotica and coffee. <laughs> I don't like how you said everyone. I didn't. I didn't loot anything. Yeah, unbeknownst to you, someone actually snuck up and uh, put some in your pocket. No, um, I. You know, I rolled so high on sliding hands. Not the sneak erotica. Yeah, someone's got an invisible. Someone's got an invisible servant going on. I, I. I swear to God, I just rolled a natural twenty to sneak the erotica into Ash's pocket. This <laughs> is <laughs> my first nat twenty of the game, and it goes to erotica into Ash's pocket. Of fucking course it does. <laughs> it's a 26 in total. Good luck it's, seeing it. Yeah, right there with the medical kit. Um, <laughs> You're going to reach out to save my life. It's, it's just going to fly out. <laughs> <laughs> you think for a second, did I write instructions for this medical kit? You're going to read it and I'm just oh, going to like, oh. the first word I'm going to see on the page is balls and I'm going to go, nope. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, does it include the medical hair? kit or the erotica? <laughs> the medical kit. There's well, a little oh, bit of boar hair. What? <laughs> Why would there? Why would there be hair? I don't know how to answer that. You could add hair. Okay. No, everyone in the erotica is bald. (laughs) All right. Let's let's talk to you. Um. Anyway. Um. So Sanderson, we had a last question for you. Yeah. Oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But what's up? So uh, yeah, as we as we fill up our bags with like cans of cans of tuna, basic equipment, just like getting a few days rations. yeah it's actually it's all tuna it's like tuna the whole way down um, i mean yeah I, yeah yeah no they're all for that mercury poisoning hell yeah um, baby you know i love it but no no you get like some for mixes like there's one you actually find a few of them that are just like straight up like thanksgiving in a can it's like one of those like layered cans mm. of like there's like potatoes and then the layer of like gravy and the layer of the sauce and the layer of peas and then like a layer of indistinguishable meat and gravy topped with stuff i'm going to enjoy eating this for all of two seconds and then feel like a bad person uh as all so uh yeah 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 as we're as we're shoveling these packs full um who was on the the most recent expedition who would theoretically still be in the ruins uh i mean i know malkinson just came back uh actually Um, speaking of which we found malkinson's body not leached Ah. he's Oh, that's uh. Whoop. My cat tried to jump up on the table and missed. Mm. Um, that trying. Yeah, points for trying. Anyway, um, so yeah, um, that's uh, I guess that's some kind of relief knowing that he's uh, at least accounted for. But uh, you know, at least has all of his vital juices in their respectful places. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, I can think. Um. You know, Scott Chavez. Uh. Thompson, probably Jermond, the other Ragnar. Uh, Here, could you list that again so I could write it down? Uh, it was a uh, was it Scott Chavez, Jermond, other Ragnar. Have you seen Alexander Thompson anywhere by any chance? Hmm? Have you seen uh, Thompson or Wilder anywhere? I mean, Wilder last I saw was uh, 
laid up in the medical tent, but uh, I guess sense. they're not there anymore. Means yeah, theoretically they're the one who went back to the bubble. That uh could be the case. I don't know why he's suddenly part calamari now, but you know that's a mystery for yous, I suppose. Yeah, a mystery that honestly, realistically, might not even get solved. We might just have to kill him. Hey, uh, it's a possibility. I'm gonna we're be gonna real. do both. I mean, uh, maybe. <laughs> Oh, let's. Right. He's um, he's smart enough to realize what's happening. Yeah, this is very dangerous. I'm not taking risks. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not the brightest, but uh, I I know when. Um, I know uh, that this is uh, all pretty uh, rough. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to take undue risks, put undue lives in in danger. But well, maybe Hume might, but he's he's still organizing the cans over there quietly, so maybe not. My God. <laughs> All right. Um, any other questions you have for? Um, I think that was that was the large part. I just wanted to know a bit more about personnel. See who we should keep an eye out for uh, when we go down there, because either we'll find them alive or we'll find their bodies. Well, uh, Sanderson, keep uh, tucked up. Try not to make too much noise. Eat up your hot yeah, desire. Yeah, no, um, I mean, your friend here just stacked all of my cans into like the Golden Gate Bridge. So it's going to be really difficult to go grabbing a can of peas and not like he like made supermarket art with my food supply. So well, like, at least you got something pretty to look at as you slowly run in. I suppose. Yeah. As I sit here and freeze my butt off, I'm just going to sit here and look. Do you at this, not have any like this... scent like source of heat? You just don't want to use one. I mean, that was a good part of it. But your friend here made a good point that if they wanted me dead, I'd be dead already. Yeah. They'll have to go so, through us first, and if they go through us, you'll probably be dead anyways. So that's reassuring. Yeah. Well, look, either we succeed and you get on out of here, or we fail and you freeze here to death. So you can help us in any way you want. It'll help you. Yeah, right. That uh filled me with uh so much confidence. By the I'm way, give you confidence. I did. I did think of one more question. Do you have any way to get back in contact with the people who sent you here? It was all on the plane. Mm. Shit. I only had the one radio to contact back, and uh, so I suppose it's all you know. it's all on the hope that the one who took it thinks back to you. And I mean, she was the chief security officer. I'm genuinely hoping that she's going off to go get more help. Um, there was How no means of communication. There was no means of communication between people here at the camp and those on the expedition. Um, I mean, they're they uh, you know, they would uh, they would use that um, the magic y things, mm. you know, the, the whispery voicey thing, but uh, you know, once you're inside the bubble, it doesn't come back out. Noted, actually, that's that's a very important. So, uh, yeah, once you go in the bubble, there's no contact inside world until you're outside. The mm. Um, that's that's a little worrying, isn't it? I mean, that's why I was like, hey guys, maybe we should leave the bubble alone. Scientific curiosity. But yeah, you know, sometimes sometimes things are just meant to be left, you know? Like like you don't always need to poke the bubble. Yeah, hey. that's that's pretty much what I was saying. It's very uncharacteristic of you. Yeah, normally uh, the bubble would be like popped immediately as soon as it met with a pen point that tried to write on it. Yeah, interesting. Well, good for you. Moving on up in the world, like give him a pat on the back. You're you're so short. You give him like a pat on the back of his thigh. Yeah, I accidentally touched his butt. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. It was not meant to be. I'm so. I was trying to get the back. I'm so. I just. Just. Can you bend down a little bit so I can? <laughs> nice. All right, thank you. Yeah. By the time you get back to Ecrasil, there's going to be an HR. I, it was um... an accident. It was an accident. <laughs> that Everyone was, here, you all know, was, right? That was listed as one of the most important facilities to include on the tree. We we had Taylor, <laughs> we had scientists, we had HR. Yep. Yeah. Joe. Joe. 
All right, uh, let's uh, let's be off. Yeah. So uh, you two on one snowmobile, me on one. Right? Does that sound right? Yes. Yeah, the the smallest one to try and reach the controls at the same time. Uh, yeah. Yes, I can see that happening. To- completely. Very. Oh, you yeah, move yeah, over. We'll also you. offer it as a suggestion. Um, you could ride on Daedra. Daedra actually can. Just can we make him into like a sled on the back, you know, just and like being dragged by the mobile? So we could turn, we could turn Daedra. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. We'll just go ahead and, and tie a rope around Daedra, and you could sit on the train. We'll just drag you behind like it's a sled oh, behind the snowmobile. Oh, this is wonderful! Oh my god! <laughs> you, you guys should all see the it's, the Tom's face just absolutely distraught. That every player loves to see. <laughs> yeah. Nope. When you took to episode, when you come up with an idea so <laughs> stupid that the DM can't help but facepalm. It's <laughs> Looney Tunes. Here we go. We will be using this idea if we ever get into like snowmobile field combat. Ash oh, yeah. will be like driving forward and then skidding the snowmobile and whipping Q at somebody. Yeah, flying at them. <laughs> I'm so ready. So um, so yeah, you uh, you turn the key to get it started. You know, they're they're full of fuel. And he points to like some of the big metal canisters of fuel. Okay, yeah, I, I read about oh, this. And then uh, you see this handle here. You twist it towards yourself to go, and then you let it looser to slow down Got it. and then there's like the little handles on the are you sure you know how to use you just told us ash i think i think ash climbs onto the snowmobile and immediately uses uh just because i think it's so funny uh all three charges of his magical tinkering to give the snowmobile an underglow like metal music playing out of the front of it and like a decal of flames etched along the sides yeah i know yeah he knows how it is absolutely right okay okay this is fucking well awesome. played right yeah all right i'm gonna go back to my tent now yeah, you and can uh i'm actually gonna go back to the other crew tent and uh i guess start a fire because uh i can't feel my toes anymore they might fall off so go do that yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna do that real slow just in case they do fall off then i can at least catch them yeah, yeah you might be able to burn them yeah back they're, they're frozen like they're they're being maintained Hi. Right, right. So, um, yeah, good luck. Yeah, you um, too. Hope you live. Same. And uh, right then, don't die. Oh, and don't worry, by the way. Uh, Thank don't you. worry. We'll, uh, we'll let you, you know what happens to uh, the other Ragnar. And uh, Q gives him a very knowing Oh, uh, yeah, you, uh, uh-huh. Right, uh, no, I mean, yeah, no, if you, uh, you, if you find him, yeah, just, um, yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah, that, that'd be, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just because, you know, with the, right, it's just, uh, it's just so you know, and you know. it's just so I know, it's, right, but it's obviously I'm going to tell you about all the rest of them, you know, there's nothing in, right, yeah, 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 no, of course, of yeah, course. no, just, yeah. all the rest nothing of them would be special. great, it's just, it's, you know, if, if you happen to find out right. more about, um, you know, uh, Emerson, uh, that'd be, um, you got it, that'd be, uh, that'd be real, that'd be, swell. this is horrifying oh. to watch, <laughs> like, Exact moment of realization. He was having so much fun with this. I am. I am no longer scared of whatever's inside that bubble because I have become more profoundly scared of whatever is happening here. (laughs) I mean, it's uh, nothing's happening here. I don't know what you need about. It's just um professional. I would love to believe you. Professional. Then do it. Then believe him, and let's be on our way. Take care. Yes, please. Let's uh, let's move this plot along. Absolutely. And, and in a blast of <laughs> snow, we take off on, with Ash on his Mad Max snowmobile with Q tied to the sled in the back. 
barely controlling yeah, I imagine his. there's a lot of like burnt, burnt, <laughs> like start stopping <laughs> at first yeah. Just, oh yeah oh yeah overwhelming confidence <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure y'all will be fine <laughs> ash is like doing ash is doing <laughs> full donuts holy weight <laughs> this is making me very dizzy <laughs> This yeah, Q just spinning out <laughs> in a wide arc around. Oh idea. <laughs> Finally, um, Hoon gets gets his his, his bearings and uh, starts to get an understanding of what's going yeah, on. You figured his, out, uh, you know, a little gentle touch, you know, get you going. But uh, right, right, pinky, right, pinky, right, 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 like pinky toe, just like pinky toes worth of the equivalent thereof of throttle, right. My pinky toes on oh, the, the right. handlebars <laughs> and my hands on the pedals. I yes, blow. you're right. Are you ready? Reverse style. The <laughs> snowmobile design of the future. Right. <laughs> it's like one of those, uh, one of the, what the fuck are they called? Like the bikes where you lay down. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the recumbent. Yeah. That's what you read about. So you're trying to mimic. So you're tearing <laughs> off across this frozen wasteland towards the faintly luminous um brassy metallic bubble um you know following the map um quincy you're the one with the map so i imagine you're just shouting out directions from behind uh, I'll, i have message so i'll just be like just mentally throwing it to ash um, that way i don't need to hurt my voice yeah ash is to, right. is to the left now right i mean i guess you just go straight you just go straight towards it you, you just hear like, back it's all flat wasteland I, I know. I honestly, I don't know why I need the map. Yeah, he honestly, like, you look at, you got a better look at that map now, and you just see, like, Scraggly Mountain on one side, Scraggly Mountain on the other, like, a circle to mark the tent, and then an arrow pointing to, like, a sur- like semicircle that covers half of the top half of the paper. This, this looks so professional. I, <laughs> I actually, this, are you sure this guy's not a cartographer? Well, I'm gonna be completely to 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 give him some credit. He had like three working fingers. That's true. Yeah, honestly, for three fingers, this is good. Um, Impressive. Two mountains. It takes ultimately about an hour on your snowmobiles going at a pretty good clip. Um, you know, you put a a minor dent into the fuel gauge, but not enough so to really be concerned yet. Um, but you actually see uh, what looks like right up against the edge of that um, brassy bubble. You actually see what looks like um, another tent um, that is slowly being consumed by the bubble. Okay, let's speed Ooh. along here. And Ash tries to kick it into fucking as high a gear as possible to speed towards this tent. Um, so weirdly enough, as faintly luminous as like it seems to almost be like illuminated from within. Um, it does not seem to really be illuminating much beyond itself. So it's not like casting like warm like sunlight across. No, it's just like this faintly glowy brassy sphere that's just rapidly like that goes from being on the horizon to just being a wall in front of you. Good um, thing I gave my my snowmobile a fiery red underglow to light everything. Right. So like. You know, it is a fairly just kind of straight terrain. Like, um, it doesn't seem like anything is really broken, you know, luckily. Uh, but, um, you make it to the, uh, the satellite station, um, as marked on the map. Um, I think this is it. I'm impressed he managed to write out satellite station. It's really scrabbly. Like, you really have to kind of squint. (laughs) I could make it out. It's all good. I've had worse. Um, Ratson's handwriting is so much worse than this. I mean his paw writing? His paw writing, yes. Oh yeah, is Ratson back now? No. I, I I mean unless it took us an hour and ten minutes to get here. Like 
if you want a ritual cast while sledding on the back of a slow mo snowmobile. If, if I, it's that long, then yes. Then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it worked. Oh, like yeah, like it's not the smoothest of rides. Yeah, Ratson um, comes back and he immediately like is like motion sick. So I got that Ratson. Yeah, but uh, you uh, you're now in front of the tent, which you know is emblazoned with the same the Ravensboro insignia on the front. But it looks like um, just standard kind of looks very much like the um, like one of the storage tents. Uh, but about a third of it just disappears into that wall. All right. Well, we found where the other tent went. Uh, should we get in here before it gets eaten, or should we just let it go? Uh, probably want to get in there. Um, All right, let's get in there. We want to. I'm sure we want to explore regardless. Better to do it now while it's outside the bubble, so that we can do a little bit more prep before we go in if we need to. Um. So it appears, you know, at least as you're approaching a fairly ordinary tent. Um. Are you entering? Yeah. Are you like how? Okay. I'll uh. Um, I'll just kind of like poke my head in. I'll try to stealth it. Like you see some tables, like a couple kind of um like collapsible wooden tables, kind of like lined on the sides of them. Um. You see, you know, some more um like ropes and pittons. You see a couple more of those lamps. Um. Just just kind of looked like a um like a gear up and go station. Uh, more than anything um you see like a couple uh rolled up sleeping bags uh just in case um another crate full of uh rations you're uh get a little ping something you you can smell it through the tin immediately grab it uh, those roasty toasty arabica beans oh perfect perfect adding another one to my counter <laughs> yes <laughs> the coffee count <laughs> doing well so far good for a couple days I do like the idea that eventually we will, like, the creation of the coffee count implies that eventually we will run into a situation where it starts to dip and you will have to start to ration out coffee, it's which true. I think will be wildly fun. Yes. Uh, for everyone but um, me. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. That's fine. That's In the very depths of my core. Um, but, uh, yeah, you just beyond that, like, part of that table is just being engulfed by the wall, by that glowy wall. So this glowy which... wall, like, once it reaches it, does the like rest of the table disappear or can i kind of see is it like no it's almost like it's just kind of like engulfing it is the best way to describe it so like the table's still there um it's definitely has like a bit of a lean almost like um it's just barely kind of tipped up or tipped back like away from mm. you um but in the tent itself you can kind of see like that top support beam kind of like dipping a little bit away from you kind of into the bubble like it's sucking it in um not quite like it's sucking it in but more like it's on uneven ground oh because it's melting the ice because it's not um, as cold in there but the like as you're looking at the bubble it's like i said it's almost like it's illuminated from within you can it's like completely perfectly mirroring everything around it so you can see like a very slightly distorted version of like you guys you know as you approached as you got out and started walking like because it's just this perfectly mercurial brassy reflection just ever so slightly distorted by the bend i don't like that at all so it's at this point that hoon finally catches up <laughs> on their uh snowmobile <laughs> and is just having a hard time slowing down and yeets oh. through the bubble oh. or into the bubble. Oh, right. shit. Okay. Guess, guess we got to go in there now, Ash. All right. Okay. Well, yep. uh, <laughs> talk taking we us slow. Do we take the snowmobile in? I, I might as well. He did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh gosh. When you see right at the point of impact, it ripples like a like stone being thrown into a pond, and you don't see Hoon at all. 
on the other side. Oh, I hate that. Okay, get on yep. sled. We're going in. Yep, I'm on. Let's go. All right. Um. Yep, yep. All right. So you mount up and yep, yep. Um, Hoon, give me an acrobatics check. Oh, no. Uh, um. Oh, okay. That's an eleven. You yeet yourself through the bubble. Um, having just ever so slightly overestimated the throttle. You're thinking, I got this, guys. I finally got it. Look, right through it. And like, you're, you feel the skid, you feel the tread on the ice, and you pass through that bubble. First and foremost, it is bright inside here. It is almost daylit. Secondly, you notice you were airborne. As the ice below you is just gone. And about 15 feet down is the actual ground. Oh, uh, like there's a brief oh. you have a brief moment of, wow, I'm flying. Oh, no, I'm flying. <laughs> uh, and upon impact, like, you know, the snowmobile takes a brunt of that impact. Um, but mm-hmm. in doing so, it does rattle your spine for six points of damage. Oh. Um, oh. And you notice that the snowmobile is also now having an extremely difficult time trying to um, traverse the not snow. <coughs> moments later, who who, who is um, dazed? Moments later, um, Ash and Quincy. Um, Ash, you give me an acrobatics check. Quincy, you give me an acrobatics check at disadvantage. Oh, disadvantage. You're on a sled tied oh, to the back I, of the snowmobile. The, the sled, Daedra, gives you the help action. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. Roll. Thank you. Oh, that was cool. Hold on. Get wrecked. Um, uh, I think I think this may be the first natural one of the campaign. Oh, no. All right. That's crazy because I also got a natural one. Oh, my God. I love it when the dice follow the narrative. Oh, I would have said that Quincy would cast Featherfall on us, but I think with two natural ones, I just can't do it. Oh no! (laughs) You um have that same moment of just airborne realization. Um, We like look at each other midair, and we look down, and we look back up at each other. Yeah, there is a little bit of that going on, but then like, um, something about the way that you entered your snowmobile actually takes a direct nosedive into the ground. Oh God! Right. Um, that's much worse. So that's ten points damage for you, Ash. Oh, um, as you. Quincy, you on the other hand just kind of get flung. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, you know, by the sudden impact, just kind of like whips the rope taut and just kind of sends you roughly in the same direction as everyone else. Um, for also ten points. Should I just assume that it's also <laughs> ten points for Daedra, the uh, the homunculus? Oh yes, yes. Um, as you just go kind of tumbling, um, just tits over ass, just go full on like tumbling, sprawling onto the hard packed mossy rock ground beneath you. For a moment, you hope the moss that impact, but with each tumble and each bruise and each scrape, you realize, no, it does nothing. So as Quincy goes flying, uh, Daedra, the sled flies like flies towards the ground in a direct nosedive with the sled. And as soon as they hit the ground, their form just dissipates and they just turn into a puddle of mercury uh, covering the stone. Daedra is full dead. Oh, oh no. I imagine also because Daedra was tied on via the rope, it just kind of created like a pendulum effect. So just boom, shoo, splat. It's, it's <laughs> right not pretty. It's, it, I would say that it was a pendulum effect if Daedra did not turn into liquid upon immediate impact. 
Oh yeah, he's, no, exactly. He stands up with mercury dripping off of him. Hatred. <laughs> no, no, he was so young. Insert sounds of snowmobile revs just going off some times yeah, occasionally. No, um, you also realize Ash, your snowmobile is pretty wrecked. Okay, so um, uh. it was two natural ones, guys. It, <laughs> so no, you had to. Yeah. I, I think there's a reason I couldn't cast Featherfall. That was the reason. I think Ash just yeah. walks over to the little puddle of mercury that is Daedra. And the like the mercury itself is, is fucked. That entire body is screwed. But the homunculus oh, yeah. core is, I think, still salvageable. I think I think Ash could take it, recreate the homunculus a later time. But I think that's fair. Yeah. So like it, it is a um, puddle of mercury, but again, there is still like this earthy tone, just stone that is kind of Almost unbreakable, just kind of in the ground, and Ash just plucks it, put it in a pocket. Um, Poon, you are, you know, a little worse for wear, but still standing or sitting, as the case may be. Um, your snowmobile is making noises it probably shouldn't be making. Um, it's definitely leaking some fluid it probably shouldn't be leaking, but it's still functioning otherwise. Um, and you just kind of like with uncomfortable amounts of noises of just scraping of skis on stone. Um, just kind of pull up to your friend. <laughs> um, you guys took a fall, didn't you? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, what? What gave it away? Oh my! I wasn't expecting that. No, neither were we. You, you said he got healing. <laughs> you okay? actually got healing potions, right? I do, but I, I think we should save those until we're in the heat of combat. I can use the, uh, the medicinal kit to give us like slow healing instead. All right, can we just sit down and you can just like stitch this up? And yeah, just he, take like, a little. Raises rest. up like his elbow, which is like fully like gashed open. You can kind of see. <laughs> yeah, I think I think is, we should. Is this supposed to be doing? I don't this? think you're supposed to see the bone over here. Yeah, and you, we might want to clean that moss out of there. Okay. Yeah, is that moss? So, uh, are you using the medical? The med- the healer's kit, uh, or are you taking? I, a short I think rest? the idea is we're taking a short rest, but roleplay wise, Ash is like tending to everyone's basic wounds. <laughs> All right. Uh, the erotica falls out of your pocket as you pull out the healer's kit. Tio <laughs> <laughs> just looks down at it and goes, "Ash." My gosh, I didn't know. Wow. So, what is all this? Is this your fan fiction? I wow. Have genuinely, no idea what that is. Hold on. What does it say? Here you go. He gently caressed my. I imagine that's a point that you kind of ask. Just like if you'd like me to, I can continue. Ash just closes his eyes and holds the paper out to the side. And Bone, who was completely saved by the crash, as Ash like literally did the, literally took the entire brunt of the impact to avoid any damage to the little dragon. Uh, yeah, Ratson was Ratson is also fine. We'll say. Uh, just kind of holds the paper out to the side and Bone, you see, like, grabs it in his mouth and you just hear, like, whirring and you just start to see the paper get shredded in the little dragon's mouth. <laughs> Q nods solemnly and then in Code's thoughts pulls a strand out of his head uh, of all the text that was written on the three pages and then just puts it away for later. It's like, alright, well, I just got extra copies, no problem. Dear God. Um... <laughs> Just so, for that, I'm rubbing, rubbing alcohol into your wound. Like, extra. Okay, alright. Yeah. Oh, 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 you sure you should do- Oh, yeah, yeah no, it's yes, fine, it, it just hurts. Sense. It's fine, it's just going to hurt. It does. So, you're inside the, the bubble now. Um, <laughs> unceremoniously at that. Um, as noted, it is, like, not quite daylit, but very close to, like, just pre-dawn, basically. Um inside here and it is also notably warmer inside um 
I just rolled two. The rocks beneath you seem to be almost like a um, fairly rough kind of craggy rock, but is still covered by this fresh, lively, thriving moss. Um, and not too far off, you can actually see living trees. Um, albeit calling them trees is generous. Um, like you can actually see, like as you kind of just look at them, even from a distance, you can see that they're way more um, kind of spindly and curlier than most trees ought to be. Um, they appear coniferous, oh. at least at a distance, but um, they also seem um, just like someone just kind of took a pipe cleaner and twisted it into some curly cues. And just planted it into the ground. Nice. So it's at this point that um, Hoon like takes into account that uh, his snowmobile is right messed up, and he's gonna attempt to look at look at it and see if there's any way to calm the bleeding. I guess is a good way to say it. Um, I would say I guess Arcana. That's uh, really the closest sure. thing we have to like science. <laughs> Roll Wait, science. I'm silly. Hold on. Hoon has mending. Hoon cast and mending. Just like that, the fluid stops for stops pouring out of it. Fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you can also see beyond, you know, the these trees. Um, question mark. Uh, you know, some kind of craggy rock formations, you know, that look fairly natural. And then beyond that, you can actually see this tall spire just emerging. You can also see like the whole thing almost seems to be like a valley or more of a crater I suppose. All kind of leaning down into... So you're at a higher elevation point looking down through this increasingly dense forest of questionable trees. Um, You can see a kind of flat area surrounding what looks like a massive city mm. made of pure black stone. Um, Just making it very hard even from this angle kind of see some of the details but um what you do see um is mostly unlike anything most i mean q is questionable but you know maybe something inside the queue might have seen something similar to this but otherwise like everything about this seems weirdly organic um and just looming above the city is this massive spire that just kind of ends in a um a round nodule on top um that periodically pulses with light um and this is uh yeah this is a bit you are inside the dome the bubble it's spooky in here gents it is if it was quiet outside like the silence in here is borderline definite oh like the air in here feels thick like not just humid but just the air feels like even with your righteous crashed snowmobile um the sound feels like it stops like much shorter than it should have so yeah but the everything in here seems just much quieter like sound seems to kind of stop like the second it actually like happens um like there's no echo it's just it feels wrong like time is wrong inside well uh this sense of time in here is any indication that we found ourselves in anomaly gentlemen yippee oh well i i, I guess i guess it our job's a little easier then I right just got started and on that note we hope that you'll join us next week for the continuing adventures of the Frozen Terror. Um, it's so terrible. now the Frozen Terror. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! The Frozen, oh, the, the Frozen name? Terror. You just named uh, that's what I'm calling the Ark. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ark name. I've called it that for the past two episodes. Oh, um, see, no one took notes on that. Nobody. I didn't I even realize it was a name. So, uh, join us again for the continuing adventures. 
representation here on the Forever DMs. Um, so signing off, this is Tom. This is that's Eli. This is Eli. That is Eli. That's Eli. That is in fact Eli. And that was Tom. <laughs> and this is Cam. And I'm not uh, feeling like the most. The I'm not feeling the the best like witly today. So I think I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, good night, everyone. Join us next week.